Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, you're listening to House of Cards. Today, the game is different. I want to gamble. Gambling is a very serious business. Is that clear? Hello, everyone. This is Ashley Adams. You're listening to House of Cards. I'll be your host for the hour. And quite a show this will be, too. We have Andy Martello. He is an entertainer, a comedian, and now the award-winning author of a great book about a part of Nevada that you don't know about. The book is The King of Casinos. He's going to talk about the writing of it, the setting of it, the subject of it. And then we're going to talk to... Uh, a guy who has been on the show before. He is an expert on the gambling industry. His name is John Boyd. He is the founder and CEO of the Boyd Company. He's going to be talking to us about the landmark Supreme Court case, May 14th, 2018, that opened up sports betting all over the country, especially in New Jersey and Delaware. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. New Jersey's online gambling market is loaded with so many different sites and all kinds of promotions, it's enough to make your head spin like the reels on an old-time Atlantic City slot machine. So how do you make sense of all that information floating out there in cyberspace? Well, you don't have to. That's because the folks at NJOnlineGambling.com have done all of that for you. NJOnlineGambling.com is your complete resource for all the online sites in New Jersey. Which games have the biggest jackpots? NJOnlineGambling.com has the answer. Which sites use PayPal for deposits? NJOnlineGambling.com has the answer. NJOnlineGambling.com is the most trusted guide to the New Jersey online gambling market. Industry news, site reviews, the latest slots, table games, poker, they got it all in one spot. It's the ultimate resource for online players in New Jersey. They even got the best sign-up offers, better than some of the ones being offered by the online casinos themselves. Look, they say bet with your head. So why not do the same before you bet and check out NJOnlineGambling.com, the most trusted resource around for New Jersey's online gambling market. Hey, it's Dave from House of Cards. Now you've been hearing me talk about MyPillow and their different promotions, like the four-pack special and the MyPillow mattress. Well, the folks at MyPillow now have a new special offer for all of you. It's called the MyPillow two-pack special. Head over to MyPillow.com and click on the two-pack special link right on the homepage. You can't miss it. And here's the offer. Use our promo code CARDS, C-A-R-D-S, and you'll be able to get two MyPillow premium pillows for one low price plus free shipping. You can choose from standard, queen, and even king-size pillows. Same 10-year warranty, same 60-day money-back guarantee, and they're all made here in the USA. That's the MyPillow 2-Pack Premium Pillow Special. Two pillows, one low price when you use our promo code CARDS at checkout. You'll also get free shipping on your order. That's MyPillow.com or call 800-319-7913 to order by phone and use our promo code CARDS. C-A-R-D-S. Better sleep starts with MyPillow. Free stuff is awesome, but free stuff that will spice up your bedroom is even better. Just go to adamandeve.com and select almost any one item for 50% off, and then we'll load on the free stuff. Just enter this very exclusive code, BABE16, at checkout, and you'll get 10 tantalizing free gifts, including a sexy item for him, a special toy for her, and a third item you'll both enjoy. And for your viewing pleasure, six free spicy movies on DVD, plus free shipping. Always sent in discreet packaging. So go to adamandeve.com now. Get 50% off plus 10 free gifts when you enter the exclusive offer code BABE16. Again, that's BABE16. Because without it, no free stuff. That's BABE16 at adamandeve.com. You're listening to the House of Cards. This was what I was meant to do. This was where I was supposed to be. Movie stars in Hollywood, politicians in Washington. Gamblers in Vegas. Yeah. And all is right with the world.
Welcome back, everyone. This is Ashley Adams, your host for the hour. And we are going to be joined by an entertainer, a comedian, and an award-winning author, all the same person. His name is Andy Martello, and he has written The King of Casinos. Andy, are you there? Indeed, I am. Thank you very much for having me on. It's an honor. Well, we're glad to have you on. I read your book, and I loved it. I, I think one of the best parts of the book is the backstory of how you had oh. happened to write it. Why don't you tell our listeners just right off the bat a little about yourself and then how it is you got into this project? Sure. Uh, well, it, it was an eight-year uh project. It was a hobby that turned bad. I, I always like to call it a hobby that just went completely wrong. Um, many years ago, prior to my living in Las Vegas, my wife and I were on a vacation out here, and we ended up going to the Neon Museum to check out all of the cool old neon signs, and then went to another little place. It was a gift shop that had kind of a, a tacky Vegas gift shop that had a, a history of Las Vegas museum in the back. And for like $2.50, you could go and see this guy's collection of you know, rare Vegas memorabilia. And uh, so we decided what the heck we'll go on in. And uh, uh, we ended up seeing a photograph of a place called the El Rey Club, an old rundown place that appeared to be a casino. And it just had a sign on it that said, uh, Willie Martello's uh, El Rey uh, El Rey Casino and Brothel on the way to Laughlin. Now, my last name is not common. And uh, all I saw on there was, was the name Martello and the word brothel. <laughs> and I just kept spending the rest of my vacation uh, making jokes about how I could inherit the family business and be a casino magnate and a, <laughs> and a you know, a, a, a brothel owner and all that nonsense. And all I did, I promised myself I'd go home, see if the place is still open, see if the guy was still alive, maybe try and collect a poker chip. That was it. It was never supposed to be a book. And uh, the more I kept learning about the place, the more amazing uh, this guy Willie Martello was, I thought, well, shoot, somebody should write a book about this guy. <laughs> and it turned out to be me. Yes, and uh, quite a book, too, because he turns out to be a very interesting, uh, at least somewhat complex guy. Uh, tell us about him, and make sure to mention how Harry Reid has him all wrong. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, it, when I looked him up, uh, there was nothing really out there. He was mentioned uh, passingly in, uh, passively in one of uh, uh, Harry Reid's books uh, called... Uh, Searchlight, the camp that didn't fail. And it just referred to him as a, as a pimp from California who owned a casino out there. Uh, and the only other reference was in uh, uh, the book, The uh, First Hundred People Who Shaped Nevada or something. I think that's the title. And once again, just mentioned him as, as just this pimp from California. And I thought, well, it's kind of got to be a little more to that story. I put some stuff out on my, my web log, which used to be much more active. And I started getting people responses from family members and people who knew him and people who worked for him. And they would just be telling me, well, he wasn't a pimp. You know, did you know he put the first swimming pool in Searchlight? Did you know that he brought uh, uh, airplanes and flights, you know, free flights into Searchlight? And did you know he was bringing millions of dollars into this tiny little town far away from Las Vegas? And, you know, they, people just kept rattling off more and more stories about things that he did. In some cases, things that he did well before Las Vegas was ever trying him out. And I thought, well, shoot, how is it all that's out there is, is the story of him, you know, owning owning a brothel. How is this possible? And, uh, yeah, he was a Cavalier Maverick guy. He, he should be as famous as a Steve Wynn or a Howard Hughes or anybody in Vegas. Uh, he, was a, he was a pioneer and an innovator by, by all means. What was his background before? First of all, t tell everybody what the El Rey Club was that he built and then how it is that he got to Searchlight. Gotcha. The, well, the... Uh, his whole family uh, had a background in uh, running nightclubs, the nightclub business, both in California and elsewhere. And um, he was in the Navy. I believe he was in the Navy. Yes. Yes. I'm looking at his picture on my wall. Yep. That's his Navy picture. And uh, right after Pearl Harbor got bombed. And he joined that when he ended up having to be discharged uh, due to an injury. And he really wasn't sure what he was going to do. And he found out some of his brothers had property in Searchlight, Nevada, about 60 miles away from Las Vegas. And I uh, said, so, you know, they're, they're, they can open up a club. Why don't you go out there and see what you can do? And he quite literally showed up in, in Searchlight with a couple of bottles of booze in his pocket and maybe 25 bucks and uh, took over this place called the El Rey Club. Um, there was an El Rey Club that his family owned in Southgate, California. That turned out to be just a nightclub. And he decided to use the name in Searchlight because El Rey was the name of their favorite beer at the time. And they thought, what a great idea. The king, El Rey. He just took it over and decided he wanted to make Las Vegas. He wanted all, a lot of the things you see in modern-day Las Vegas, he wanted them in the 40s, 50s, and 60s in tiny little Searchlight, Nevada. What are some examples and, uh, he, of those things? Oh, he was one of the first people. He wanted to redo the entire town and kind of turn it into 
uh, you know, remember that period of time when Vegas had all was embracing all the family entertainment. He wanted to turn Searchlight into kind of a pioneer Western town and have uh, a, a full-on theme parks and adventure lands and and things to do so you could bring your kids. It, it would be. He actually wanted like an actual hotel, uh, hotel-like amenities just for the kids. Where, where, so the parents could go out and gamble and someone would be there taking care of the kids. They would be able to, you know, play and enjoy themselves. Uh, he brought in, he wasn't the first to do this, but he was one of the, one of the early pioneers in, in, uh, Vegas aviation. He brought in a, uh, uh, runway to bring in flights from California, bring in free junkets of people from uh, the LA area. Come on out. We'll pay you, pay you some money to gamble. We'll give you some free food. We'll pay you in free flights. We just want you to come check out the place, gamble, have fun. Uh, so he was doing things like that. Um, he was, he was an innovator. He brought in five star chef from, uh, from California in this tiny little dust town, uh, to bring in amazing meals, you know, lobster tails and things like that. And it, if you've ever been to Searchlight, I promise you, it is the last place you would expect to see lobster tails. <laughs> <laughs> Stay tuned. We will be right back. Her fur is so much shinier, silkier, softer. She has really mellowed a lot. Sheba is a 105 lean pounds of shiny, smooth, happy dog for life. The shedding has stopped. The itching has stopped. Since 2001, we've helped more than a quarter million dogs get over their nutritional deficiency miseries. And saved our customers bazillions in vet bills. Everything we tried failed except the Dynavite. Come to Dynavite for help. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. If you want the dog to be healthy, you got to feed it something healthy. The omega-3 fatty acids. Flaxseed, zinc, alfalfa. The digestive enzymes that are cooked out of regular dog food. Dynavite is nutrition. Dynavite for life. Don't let your dog itch, scratch, stink, or shed like crazy. Come to Dynavite for help. 859-428-1000. 859-428-1000. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. You're listening to the House of Cards. Okay, let's play some damn cards. Hello, listeners. Welcome back to House of Cards. Listeners, if you just tuned in, we're talking to Andy Martello. Andy is an entertainer and comedian who just happened to stumble across a story that he turned into an award-winning book. Uh, you know, I haven't been to Searchlight, but I was planning to go. I think the only casino in town is the Stagecoach now. Is that right? Do you know? Uh, there's a, a the casino in Las Vegas. Uh, there's a Terribles. Well, they're both owned by the, the Terribles Corporation. Uh, there's a Terribles at the McDonald's, uh, and there's also what used to be called the Searchlight Nugget. Uh, is now uh, the it's now called the I think Terribles Roadhouse. So there there are only two major and by major I put that in quotes. But there are only two big casinos in Searchlight now. Uh, quite honestly, if you blink when you're driving through the town. You will miss it. It is that small. It's a tiny, tiny little place. So it's um, there. Right. It's oh, go ahead. It's fallen from its zenith when he had it. Now, there's a sad story attached to this. Actually, a couple. Um, but tell us about the demise of the El Rey Club and the fires and all. Oh yes, uh, it had a, a significant fire in 19. Oh gosh, uh, 62. Uh, it was uh, 61, 62. It was, it was horrible. It, that's what actually raised the, the entire building. And it was pretty, pretty awful. Uh, toward, it demolished the entire casino. It left the motel that he had, but it demolished the casino itself. And it was pretty bad. And uh, that's basically, they ended up rebuilding across the street, but they never recaptured the the glory that he had kind of achieved. And, and bear in mind, he, he wasn't... Uh, it never uh, achieved the same goal as, let's say, you know, the Stardust or the major strip casinos. But at one point, you know, this town, when he moved into it, had maybe 50 people in it. And uh, it still to this day maybe only has a 1,000 permanent residents. 
But for a town so far away from Vegas, he was bringing in uh, estimated $5 million a year in the 40s, 50s, and 60s to this tiny little place. That was a significant enough amount of money to upset the, the Las Vegas mob because that's money they wanted in Vegas. So he was on his, you know, he was on the way, I think, to actually creating uh, modern-day Laughlin, Nevada, if not modern-day Las Vegas, Nevada. He was quite, quite impressive with what he was able to do. Well, what held him back? I mean, you know, comparing to Steve Wynn or Sheldon Adelson or any of those guys, they became billionaires. Was he just not interested in expanding beyond a certain point, or did he have some personal foibles that kept him from accumulating the capital that he would need to really move it to the next level? Uh, it, it's a combination of a few things, uh, not the least of which he himself was a wild man. Uh, you know, he, he drank more booze, slept with more women, gambled more money away than probably anybody, anybody, any one of us could think of. Uh, he used to actually go into Las Vegas with uh, money. He would take money out of the out of his own casino till. He would just walk into the counter room, grab about 20 grand, and then go to Las Vegas to gamble, uh, which is a big no-no. You're not really supposed to do that in, Las, in, in Nevada. But he didn't care. He, he was basically the king of his own little empire, so he did what he wanted. Uh, so those things factored into it. I mean, every dollar he made would go back into the casino. But that doesn't mean that he also didn't pull some dollars out for fun. Uh, he, he was a big salesman of the place. You know, he, the joke is he owned a hundred percent of the El Rey club, but he sold 300% of it away to other investors. Uh, so, so when the, when the fire happened, there were a lot of people claiming that insurance money. Uh, and that definitely didn't help. And plus, uh, he himself was never a, uh, he wasn't associated with the mafia in any way. Uh, and that is one of the reasons why when he was expanding around 1957, he was trying to make improvements to the place. There were there are stories of shipments of floor tiles and windows and carpeting and, and you name it anything that could have been used to improve the place those shipments would either get uh, sidetracked or destroyed by Vegas mobsters because they were just tired of this guy taking all their money and there's a there's a great story in the book about how he ended up essentially having to broker a deal with the mobsters. He, you know, he took his niece into Vegas with him to go have a, a lunch meeting inside the showroom at the Stardust Hotel. And with him, he had a giant satchel full of cash. And they had their lunch. He sent his niece away to go shopping. When she came back, he didn't have the bag with him anymore. And he said, everything's going to be fine, which essentially he, he basically just paid them off and said, look, here, here's some money. Please stop bothering me. And, and they did. And, uh, you know, to give you an idea of that seems like proper business in, in the 50s and 60s in Vegas. What he did to go celebrate after he had brokered this deal where, hey, I gave them a bunch of money. They're not going to bother me anymore. Well, then he went down to the Flamingo Hotel and he slept with one of the mobster's wives. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that's the kind of guy this person was. He really did. You know, he just he wanted to live life on his terms and he didn't, he didn't care who was in the way or what got to him. Let me ask you about that journey, Andy. Did you find that writing this book and having it published cut into or enhanced your entertainment uh, comedian business? I have to think, well, as an entertainer, as an entertainer, I'm frequently used to um, frustration and rejection. You know, that just happens in, in this business. Any any given point, you could be told you're too fat, you're too old, you're not good enough for a job. Publishing is exactly the same way. Uh, you can get 300 agents, if you're lucky, to even look at your manuscript, and then they all tell you it's not good enough. Uh, so in that regard, I already had a lot of uh, understanding of, of the frustration involved. I think it actually helped me as an entertainer, because when you're a comedian, I, I always like to think a comedian doesn't really tell jokes. A comedian just tells funny stories that sound, you know... Because you can never really repeat something a comedian says in his routine and get the same response. That's because the comedian is actually telling the story in a way that you couldn't. Uh, and I think being able to put these stories, these wonderful, wonderful, rich, vibrant stories I got about Willie Martello and to put them in words in the book, I think ultimately has helped me be a better entertainer because when I'm speaking about good, any number of subjects, I, I tend to put a little more of that, that writer's instinct and that, that flair for making the story something someone wants to hear, I try and put that into everything I do now. So it definitely was very helpful. Right. I, I'll, I'll be uh, honest here. I 
have never heard of you, Andy, and I'm wondering where you do your entertainment and your comedy. What what do you do oh. specifically, and where do you do it? Sure. Well, hey, don't don't feel bad about not hearing about hearing of me. I'm I'm, I'm pretty much the most famous non-famous person in the world. Uh, <laughs> if you put my name in a put my name in a search engine, I am like a rash all over the internet. Um, the majority of my entertainment career has been uh, more doing private events, corporate events mostly. I do stand-up comedy, juggling, fire eating, plate spinning. Uh, in the last five years, I've been the announcer for the touring version of The Price Is Right. It's a uh, the television game show has a live version called The Price is Right Live. And I'm the announcer for that show. I do the audience warm-up, and I'm the guy who says the world's famous, come on down, I'm, I'm that guy. Uh, so I, I work all over the place. I've done film and television work, um, but never never anything uh, groundbreaking. If you ever watch a show on the Food Network called Mystery Diners, uh, which is, I think, everyone's favorite guilty pleasure pleasure show, because I know lots of people who only admit they watch that show in secret. Well, I did about 10 episodes of that. Um, I've done a you know, fair amount of television, fair amount of movies, and an awful lot of private events, corporate events, um, events here in Las Vegas, and touring uh, North America with The Price is Right Live. So where do people <laughs> get your book? Uh, most, the easiest way is to go on Amazon. Just look me up. Uh, it's called King of Casinos. Uh, full title, King of Casinos, Willie Martello and the El Rey Club. And uh, Amazon is probably the best place. I'm working on getting it through a few other outlets, but it's available for Kindle. Uh, it's available, you know, as an ebook. Uh, and by all means, please, please get it. It's a great, great read. Take care. That was Andy Martello, entertainer, comedian, and award-winning author of The King of Casinos. We're going to take a quick break, and then we'll be back with another guest. Need to sell your house fast? We're Homevestors, the We Buy Ugly Houses people. You've seen our big yellow billboards with our caveman Ugg, but did you know that Homevestors is America's number one home buyer? At Homevestors, we can buy your house as is, pay you cash, and usually pay most of the closing costs, and we close fast. Call today for your no obligation consultation and get out of that ugly real estate situation. If your house needs repairs, you're ready to downsize, tired of renters and those rental property repairs, retiring, experiencing a job transfer, inherited a property, or just need to sell your house fast, do what thousands of satisfied Homevestor customers have done. Call Homevestors today for a no-obligation consultation at 866-I-WANT-UG. 866-I-WANT-UG. We'll close fast and pay cash. So what are you waiting for? Call Homevestors today. 866-I-WANT-UG. 866-I-WANT-UG. Hey, it's Dave from House of Cards. And you know this show keeps me busy traveling around the country. Do you hear all that noise behind me? That's a casino floor in Atlantic City. Even though I'm around all this excitement, I still need a good night's sleep. And that's why I bring my pillow everywhere. Now, don't get me wrong. The hotel rooms here are very comfortable. But some of their pillows aren't the best for my back and neck. That's why MyPillow is a must for me when I travel. And now there's a great new deal being offered by the folks at MyPillow. For a limited time, House of Cards listeners can receive a very special offer. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the four-pack special tab, and use promo code CARDS or call 1-800-319-7913 to take advantage of this four-pack special. You'll get 50% off two MyPillow premium pillows and two go-anywhere pillows. MyPillow.com with promo code CARDS. That's promo code CARDS to take advantage of this four-pack special. Better sleep starts with my pillow. We'll get right back to the show, but I want to take a minute to talk to you about Bean Genius. How would you like your coffee delivered right to your door every month, maybe two times a month? Well, now that can happen with Bean Genius. Bean Genius sells freshly roasted coffee from some of the best independent coffee roasters in the country at BeanGenius.com. And Bean Genius actually learns their customers' individual taste preferences, then suggests future coffee blends for them. Well, how do they do that? Well, this is the cool thing about Bean Genius. Over at BeanGenius.com, they use an algorithm which learns the coffee flavors you like and then pairs up what you like with the coffee that they have in stock. And it's all based upon you. Every time you order, the system learns. The system learns your preferences as you go along and order more and more coffee. And now, all our listeners can get a special offer. You head on over to BeanGenius.com slash subscription, and you'll be able to get 10% off your purchase when you use our promo code PIKE, P-I-K-E, at checkout. 
That's 10% off at BeanGenius.com slash subscription with promo code PIKE, P-I-K-E. BeanGenius.com, the smart specialty coffee subscription service. Hey, it's Dave from House of Cards, and I just want to take a moment to talk about our friends at PenBets.com. You know, Pennsylvania recently legalized online gambling, so it won't be long before the first online gambling sites start launching across the Keystone State. So if you want to be a player in Pennsylvania, you need a place to go to stay on top of the latest developments. And that's why you need to check out PenBets.com. PenBets.com is led by industry experts and provides the most in-depth coverage of this new and exciting online gambling market. News, reviews, the latest slots, table games, poker. At PenBets.com, you'll have everything you need to navigate the Pennsylvania online gambling scene at your fingertips. Where can you play? What's the latest game being offered? Which casino is running which site? You'll find these answers and much, much more at PenBets.com. Pennsylvania is a new market for online gambling, and things happen fast. So you need a resource that's reliable, insightful, and most of all, trustworthy. And that's PenBets.com. That's P-E-N-N-B-E-T-S dot com. Stay ahead of the game with PenBets.com. Many athletes dream of becoming a professional football player. For those young men that do get drafted into the NFL or affiliated leagues, life changes forever for them and their families. Repeated head trauma during their professional football career causes many retired NFL players to experience long-term neurological issues such as ALS, Parkinson's disease, Alzheimer's, and dementia. Our attorneys at D. Miller & Associates are ready to help you immediately. Contact us today at one 855 Pro Lawyers for your confidential discussion. Again, that's 1-855-776-5299. Dinovite is the best thing that's ever happened to my dogs, you know, besides me, of course. <laughs> Order a 90-day supply of Dinovite for your dog this week. We'll send you a big tube of Doggo Suds free. Peppermint, tea tree, lavender, Doggo Suds shampoo. Made with all-natural coconut, jojoba, aloe. But no itchy, harsh chemicals. Lather up, rinse away. Try Doggo Suds. Free. This week at Dynavite.com. Dynavite is nutrition. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Hey, this is Dave Weishato from House of Cards with your House of Cards gaming report for the week of June 18th, 2018. Well, it became official. Sports betting is legal in New Jersey. Governor Phil Murphy signed a bill into law allowing people to bet on sports at the state's casinos, racetracks, and online. The bill passed both houses of New Jersey's legislature by unanimous votes, which paved the way for casinos and horse tracks to start taking bets late last week. Las Vegas sportsbooks are breathing a sigh of relief after the Las Vegas Golden Knights lost the Stanley Cup to the Washington Capitals. Before the season, the odds of the Knights winning the Stanley Cup were 500-1, to 1, which would have caused a massive payout by the books if they won the Cup. A spokesman from William Hill told ESPN that the payout from their sportsbook could have reached up to $6 million. And finally, police are looking for an angry slot player who caused quite a bit of damage at the Seneca Niagara Casino. Apparently, the slot player became so angry with the machines at the casino that he slashed 26 chairs on the casino floor, causing about $9,000 worth of damage. The police have an idea of who it could be because this criminal genius was on the security cameras and used his player's card at the casino. You know, usually when you destroy property, you don't give them your full name first. Have any news or tips regarding casinos, gaming, or legislation? Send us an email at newsroom at houseofcardsradio.com and follow us on Twitter at HOC Radio. Something exciting is happening in New Jersey. People are cheering in Cherry Hill and cashing in chips. Pumping fists in Fortly and flopping full houses. Get the thrill and play on your laptop, tablet, or mobile at BorgataPoker.com. Real money anywhere in New Jersey. The Borgata Hotel and Casino is a name you can trust so you can be sure that BorgataPoker.com is secure. And now with a $25 deposit, you can get a $20 bonus when you sign up for Borgata Poker at HouseOfCardsRadio.com. Remember, you must be at least 21 and physically present in New Jersey to play. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is House of Cards Radio with Ashley Adams. You are more in need of a night in Atlantic City than any man I've ever met. I'd say sit down at a table, go for dinner, see a show, take a walk on the boardwalk and smell the salt air. But if you're anything like me, nothing after sit down at a table is going to happen. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. You're listening to House of Cards. I'm Ashley Adams, your host. 
And we are here with a returning guest. He is an expert on the gambling landscape. His name is John Boyd. He is the founder and CEO of the Boyd Company. We're going to talk about the Supreme Court decision and the uh, effect that it has had on the economy in New Jersey, the expected uh, effect it will have, as well as uh, sports betting all over the country. So without further ado, John, are you there? Actually, it's good to be with you. Great. Um, so tell us first, if you can, in a nutshell, what this Supreme Court decision did and then how specifically it's going to affect uh, state economies, especially New Jersey. Well, yeah, Mark, this day on your calendar, May 14th, 2018, I mean, an historic Supreme Court decision. New Jersey for years has been fighting uh, the leagues, professional leagues, to, to do sports betting. Uh, this will really be, I think, a big part of Governor Christie's legacy and his leadership on this issue. And this really could not come at, at a better time for New Jersey. We're facing an $11 billion budget deficit next year. Uh, we need new sources of revenue. Uh, and it, of course, will be great for Atlantic City, okay, which in recent months has had some new uh, positive developments. You have the Ocean Resort opening up the old Revel property along with the new Hard Rock. So the, the timing for this could not be better. Well, I got a question about that. And we all recognize that New Jersey was the leader in bringing gambling, uh, at least casino gambling, to the East Coast. Uh, it's also been the leader in promoting the possibility of sports betting. But with the Supreme Court decision, won't every state be able to be uh, New Jersey, won't every state be able to have sports betting, therefore kind of diluting the importance of this decision for New Jersey specifically? Well, you know, New Jersey and Delaware were, were first out of the gate. Of, obviously, Delaware has had uh, the, a different regulatory environment in place where they weren't doing uh, sports wagering. But, I mean, it, it will take several years for the 50 states to do ballot referendums and to work out the logistics it's a very it's a very complicated process to figure out uh, to put not only the infrastructure in place but also to come up with a tax scheme that's fair to the uh, to the casinos and to the to the consumer. Uh, but right in New Jersey, it's fair to say New Jersey really is first out of the gate. Uh, we're also going to see Pennsylvania and West Virginia, Mississippi, uh, are also among the leaders here to to, to do this. How about at yeah. the other Atlantic City, the other Atlantic City properties? I mean, Monmouth Park is a racetrack. What about all the Atlantic City properties? When are they going to be offering uh, actually the ability to bet on the Giants winning the uh, Super Bowl? I, I think it's fair to, to expect uh, sports betting to be happening within the next thirty days. A resort signed a contract with DraftKings. I mean, that, that's a significant uh, uh, development. We, we will have sports betting in Atlantic City. That's a realistic expectation this summer. Will this also legalize sports betting online in a way that it's not legal now? I mean, people do it, but will it remove any pall of illegality to it? Well, look, $300 billion were bet on sports last year. 99% was bet illegally. I mean, you're always going to have a role for your corner bookie. I mean, you know, because people want to bet on credit. They don't want to pay taxes. So, you know, the, there's always going to be some illegality in terms of sports betting, but clearly there's a demand for this. And look, the battle for market share in the gaming industry today is millennials. Three million millennials live in, this, in the New York, uh, New Jersey metropolitan area. These millennials want a mixed-use gambling experience. They want to go to concerts. They want nightlife. They want high-end retail. They want to bet on signature sporting events like the Super Bowl, the NCAA championships. Uh, uh, the Kentucky Derby, etc. We will now be able to compete with Las Vegas uh, with respect to offering that type of mixed-use gambling experience. So does that mean that people will be able to start uh, building betting parlors separate from the large betting venues that you have now, separate from the large racetracks and the casinos? Will uh, Jerry's convenience store be able to start well, making the casinos and the, right clearly the, the casinos are going to fight that obviously but look a lot of advocates 
talk to the role that'll play helping you know revitalize retail in New Jersey should that play out. But I think one of the the more uh, immediate uh, benefits of all of this, the multiplier effects, in addition to the benefit to the state coffers with their tax revenue, is is sports betting, legalized sports betting, may help create a new digital economy in New Jersey where you have app development, uh, similar to what we see in Las Vegas, which is home to some of the most exciting uh, IT entrepreneurship in, in the nation. I, I can envision a new high-tech corridor from Atlantic City along the Atlantic Ocean, up the Atlantic City Expressway to Cherry Hill to Camden to Philadelphia, home of a lot of you know IT skill sets. That, that's another economic development benefit related to, to sports betting that a lot of analysts haven't talked about. Well, explain that to me. How does how does sports betting translate into high tech development? Uh, one of the biggest drivers in the IT industry is gaming. So you think about some of the app development, just the way that you can do online gambling uh, today. Uh, you, for table games, you can do that now with with uh, sports betting. That's going to create opportunities for new software, for payment processing, for data security, all all of the uh, sec- the secure electronic transactions critical to gambling on your mobile device. Would it necessarily be geographically specific to the area you just described? I mean, you can do software development all over the world. Why would the legalization of it in New Jersey mean that the software industries would spring up in New Jersey? Right, well, clearly, I mean, the servers would be would be domiciled in New Jersey first out of the gate with a you know legal apparatus with a transparent tax structure. And that could create an you know, impetus for these companies to, to develop you know, these, these products and these services you know, in New Jersey. And I, I think it's fair to expect lawmakers and Trent to begin to craft incentives to sort of promote this type of IT, IT growth. I see. Well, that would be fantastic. Our listeners, if you just tuned in, we're talking to John Boyd, who is the founder and CEO of the Boyd Company. We're talking about the recent Supreme Court decision on the historic date, May 14th, 2018. Um, do you see any downside? I mean, you have all the preachers of gloom saying, uh, oh, the expanded gambling economy is going to hurt, uh, you know, ethical considerations and we're going to have children gambling and the sky is going to fall. Do you see any of the possible negatives in this? No, uh, I, I, I really don't. I mean, the reality is uh, roughly $300 billion a year are gambled illegally. Uh, the states need uh, new sources of revenue to fund pensions, to fund infrastructure developments, to, to, to do the things that the state uh, needs to do to operate efficiently. I mean, if anything, we, we've been behind the curve here, and uh, we're finally going to have uh, this in place, and it could not be happening at a, at a better time. The state needs the revenue. Again, we're facing an $11 billion budget deficit next year, and Atlantic City needs sports betting to compete with Las Vegas to offer that millennial part of the market, that mixed-use gambling experience that, that they desire. Yeah, I see. I, do, do you think Las Vegas is going to be uh, hurting because of what's going to be happening? First, of course, in New Jersey and Delaware, but then presumably in the next few years all over the place. Will Las Vegas lose its special status? Yeah, I mean, you know, it, it, this is, this is um, an interesting point. I mean, as, as, as neighboring states in the West uh, do sports gambling, the Las Vegas will need to adapt you know, they, the, the, the advantage New Jersey has is just the sheer population. Okay, millions of people that live uh, within a drive to Atlantic City or, or, you know, potentially when you think about expanded gambling into North Jersey, the Meadowlands makes a lot of sense for North Jersey uh, casino, perhaps. You know, the, the, the sheer size of the population here versus Las Vegas right. you know, gives New Jersey just some inherent advantages. I agree, and I'm I'm thinking if I am uh, if I'm Nevada right now, I'm pretty nervous that uh, the population centers all around the country are going to lose incentive for going to what used to be called Sin City, and they'll stay more locally. They'll drive to Atlantic City or potentially Los Angeles or Boston or wherever, and uh, that'll be that. Yeah, you know, I agree. Listen, I I love Las Vegas. I spent a lot of time there. Our firm's been very active in Las Vegas over the years. And, you know, New Jersey needs to take an example of Las Vegas. I mean, Las Vegas 
had a serious industry attraction program to diversify their economy 30 years ago. Atlantic City has never done that. Atlantic City never had a real aggressive economic development uh, program in place. Perhaps sports betting is a new stimulus now for economic development professionals and lawmakers to think about how sports betting can be translated into attracting new types of industry. Let's hope so, uh, because... You know, the the main selling point is the tax revenue that's going to spin out from from this, and you want it to spin out not just from pure gambling, but all the other ancillary services that there might be. Um, we have about a minute left, John. Could you just, in a nutshell, tell people what your company does? I mean, you are a font of great information, but what does the Boyd Company actually do? Sure. We, we counsel major corporations where to locate their facilities throughout North America, we also provide development counsel to the gaming industry and to gaming markets like Las Vegas and Reno. One of our clients is the, the Park Brothers, who own the Hard Rock uh, Casino in Lake Tahoe, beautiful property. Uh, and, you know, we, we've been monitoring this long effort that New Jersey has, has gone through to, to, to get legal uh, sports gambling. We're very optimistic. We think it's going to be a great windfall for the state above and beyond projected tax revenue. It's the ability to translate this to, and to attract different types of industries. That's great. Uh, we're going to close. Can you just give your website if people want to check out what your company does and want to actually uh, contact you for any reason? Sure. You can check us out at www.theboydcompany.com or you can or you can go right to uh, corporatesiteselection.com okay. and I'll take it to our website. Terrific. Well, you're a great guest. I'm sure we'll have you back on when we see exactly what has happened in New Jersey after this uh, landmark Supreme Court decision has had a chance to play out. So I look forward to talking with you again. Thank you, Ashley. Listeners, we're going to cut away. We'll be back after a quick break. New Jersey's online gambling market is loaded with so many different sites and all kinds of promotions, it's enough to make your head spin like the reels on an old-time Atlantic City slot machine. So how do you make sense of all that information floating out there in cyberspace? Well, you don't have to. That's because the folks at NJOnlineGambling.com have done all of that for you. NJOnlineGambling.com is your complete resource for all the online sites in New Jersey. Which games have the biggest jackpots? NJOnlineGambling.com has the answer. Which sites use PayPal for deposits? NJOnlineGambling.com has the answer. NJOnlineGambling.com is the most trusted guide to the New Jersey online gambling market. Industry news, site reviews, the latest slots, table games, poker, they got it all in one spot. It's the ultimate resource for online players in New Jersey. They even got the best sign-up offers, better than some of the ones being offered by the online casinos themselves. Look, they say bet with your head. So why not do the same before you bet and check out NJOnlineGambling.com, the most trusted resource around for New Jersey's online gambling market. Hey, it's Dave from House of Cards. Now you've been hearing me talk about MyPillow and their different promotions, like the four-pack special and the MyPillow mattress. Well, the folks at MyPillow now have a new special offer for all of you. It's called the MyPillow two-pack special. Head over to MyPillow.com and click on the two-pack special link right on the homepage. You can't miss it. And here's the offer. Use our promo code CARDS, C-A-R-D-S, and you'll be able to get two MyPillow premium pillows for one low price plus free shipping. You can choose from standard, queen, and even king-size pillows. Same 10-year warranty, same 60-day money-back guarantee, and they're all made here in the USA. That's the MyPillow 2-Pack Premium Pillow Special. Two pillows, one low price when you use our promo code CARDS at checkout. You'll also get free shipping on your order. That's MyPillow.com or call 800-319-7913 to order by phone and use our promo code CARDS. C-A-R-D-S. Better sleep starts with MyPillow. Free stuff is awesome, but free stuff that will spice up your bedroom is even better. Just go to adamandeve.com and select almost any one item for 50% off, and then we'll load on the free stuff. Just enter this very exclusive code, BABE16, at checkout, and you'll get 10 tantalizing free gifts, including a sexy item for him, a special toy for her, and a third item you'll both enjoy. And for your viewing pleasure, six free spicy movies on DVD. Plus... 
free shipping. Always sent in discreet packaging. So go to adamandeve.com now. Get 50% off plus 10 free gifts when you enter the exclusive offer code BABE16. Again, that's BABE16. Because without it, no free stuff. That's BABE16 at adamandeve.com. You're listening to the House of Cards. Atlantic City. It will change every idea you ever had about winning and losing. Susan Sarandon, she has the ambition. Burt Lancaster has the experience. Alone, they might not make it. Together, they might not survive. Burt Lancaster, Susan Sarandon, Atlantic City. For everyone who's ever needed one more chance. Welcome back to House of Cards. Um, Doug, that sounded like Jack Webb from Dragnet. Do you know who voiced that uh, promo for Atlantic City? Uh, you know what? It, that That is one of the cheesiest promos, I thought. I mean, we, we cut out all the weird scenes in it. and But, uh, no, 1980 film. Great, great, great film. I love that film. Yeah, Burt Lancaster. I wanted to take a minute to talk about my pillow. I'm sure you've seen or heard the commercials about this hugely successful product made in the USA. And now MyPillow is offering a four-for-one deal. You can get two MyPillow premiums and two go-anywhere travel pillows, all for the price of one MyPillow. Go to MyPillow.com or call 800-319-7913, click on or mention Radio Listener Special, and use promo code CARDS, C-A-R-D-S, at checkout. That's the Radio Listener Special at MyPillow.com or call 800-319-7913 and use promo code CARDS. Dave, what do we have this week? If you have a question for our mailbag, you can email the show at info at houseofcardsradio.com, tweet us at HOC Radio, post a question on our Facebook page, or leave a message or text on the House of Cards hotline. That's 609-474-HOCR. That's 609-474-4627. And if we use your question on the air, you'll receive a BorgataPoker.com baseball hat, BorgataCasino.com, and BorgataPoker.com. Game online, anywhere and anytime in New Jersey. Stephen from Mountain City, Nevada. Living in Nevada, I am bombarded with offers to play online gambling and poker sites. I was an avid online player before the Black Friday indictments and had a lot of difficulty getting back my money. In your opinion, how safe are the online gaming sites that are legal today? Uh, I know you have a lot of experts in the field on the show, and I want to get your take on the matter. The answer is easy. The answer is they are completely safe. They're regulated. Uh, the sites absolutely are going to do everything they can to grow. That's their pri- that's their only objective now is growing the market. There's no chance, in my view, that they are going to abscond with any of the money, uh, juice any of the sites, do anything crooked in any way. They want to succeed. They're a legitimate business. They're finally regulated. And your money is yes. as safe there as it is in a regular brick-and-mortar casino. I mean, the state governments want them to succeed. Yeah, so absolutely. I can tell you a story. The first online site I belonged to in New Jersey was Ultimate Poker before it went belly up. Right. They went belly up in New Jersey and in Nevada. When I found out they were you know, going under, they sent me a note saying, you know, we're, we're closing up shop in New Jersey. And a week after that, and I didn't do anything, they sent my check back. They had, they had money, and it was, it there was you great. Go. I, I am convinced it, it's even safer playing online in a regulated site in Nevada, in Delaware, in New Jersey, than it is playing in a casino, uh, because at least online, they can monitor who's playing. If you think that there's been collusion, uh, they can look over hand histories. They have accurate records of where everybody is. They have account information. You'll get your money I Completely safe. Yeah. The problem is it's not in 50 states. And it's not hooked up to the rest of the world. So I haven't played yet. I, I can tell you, I, I tried when I got this question, you know, I haven't tried looking at it out of state in New Jersey. So I'm breaking the fourth wall here. We do it in mass do the show in Massachusetts. So I figured let me try and get on my party poker account. I typed it up, and a big sign says, you are not in New Jersey. Please leave this site immediately. <laughs> right. Well, it, that's a, it's, to me, that's outrageous. Yeah. We should be able to play poker on the Internet yeah. anywhere, any time of day with anybody from around the world. It's going to be a while before we can. Uh, it can't happen soon enough. So in the meantime, we'll have to rely ha- on brick-and-mortar casinos. Has any of the guests we've had on 
given any glimmer of hope for a national and no, federal they've all said the same it's, thing. They're, here's the mantra. Well, it's happening state by state. Sooner or later, there'll be a network of states, but it's going to be later rather than sooner before. It's a lot of states. They're trying it out now. Nevada and Delaware are hooked up. We'll see how that goes. The prospects are less than enthusiastic because there just isn't a large enough market. So we hope that, you know, something will happen. Massachusetts could change their laws. New York, once you get a major player, uh, California, New York, Ohio, uh, to come online and link up with some other states, then you're in business. But until then, um, I I just I think five years would be my uh, aggressive yeah. estimate of how soon. I, I got to tell you, I've heard horror stories that, you know, when you were playing online and like I guess it was – which ones did you go with? The uh, Poker Stars. Poker Stars. And, yeah. you know, I, listening to that, I don't keep a lot of money in the accounts online. I, I take it out, put it in, and stuff like that. So I – Maybe that's a little bit of advice. If yeah, it's I, be, uh, I easily could have lost the 2500 I had on full tilt had I not transferred it to my cousin's account. So I lost 70 bucks, but I'm not complaining. Do you have uh, friends that lost more? Or? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, my <laughs> God. Thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars. Wow. But okay. they, they may have... You know, they may have gotten it back, uh, but a lot of people just didn't bother. That They had fewer than 100 bucks, they didn't bother. Oh, okay. So um, that'll do it for this week. Come back next week. Until then, good day and good luck. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.